listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, y'all. Well, 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 it is underway. March Madness. Games have begun. About to end the first half between Colorado State and Michigan. That might have picked the Wolverines. Rams up 36-28. Three is missed. And that will be the end of the first half. I'll keep you caught up with all of the scores going on here as well. Hopefully you filled out your bracket, not just ours over at ESPN with our group from the Sports Hangover, but I'm sure everybody filled out a bracket or two. And we are now officially on standby. The Cleveland Browns were told earlier this morning around 10 a.m. Central Time that they are out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, per se. The Panthers, people covering them sort of feel they're in the outside looking in. Based on all of the reports from last night and this morning, it looks like it is down to the Saints and the Falcons. Last night, the Saints meeting with Deshaun Watson a second time in Atlanta with various team personnel, including owner Gail Benson. We'll speak with Larry Holder here shortly in the segment to get his thoughts as to how close this is and if we will know this hour, if not next hour, every report that I've seen so far this morning is a decision is expected today. My guess would be it would be in the afternoon, and it may likely be before the show ends here. So, Saints fans, if it is the Falcons, how you feel? Saints fans, if it is New Orleans, how would you feel? Looks like it is down to these two teams. Um, Again, trying to judge off of... Social media, CD Deuce, apparently, on one of his social media platforms, removing some Saint stuff. It's no longer in his bio on Twitter. He did tweet a dot, dot, dot earlier today. Again, just speculation and just by texting a bunch of people and reading a bunch of different reports and things, it it is likely going to involve some Saints players. C.D. Deuce is one of those names that's been thrown up there as well. Cesar Ruiz has been a name that's thrown up there. You've heard Ryan Ramchek earlier this week, all of that. One thing is for certain, as we bring in Larry Holder, the athletic, the three first-rounders, that is absolutely happening as you hear Larry enjoying himself. St. Patrick's Day, let me guess where you are, probably third in magazine. And, sir, top of the morning to you, I guess, as we get into the business at hand. How are you today, bud? It is not probably third in magazine. It's definitely third in magazine. <laughs> Just yes. so much so where, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm walking away from the crowd and, uh, Rob Krieger from Fox Age yelling, Larry, what are yeah, you doing? I, I heard that. Like, I heard so, that. Yeah. Well, you yeah, are a very popular figure in the city of New Orleans, much less in the Irish Channel. It is the famed block party going on. You, um, you got gorgeous weather to say the least. Uh, today, I said yesterday on the show, Larry, I wouldn't have scheduled anything today in the afternoon or early evening that I need done because I know what people in the city of New Orleans tend to do on St. Patrick's Day. But in the meantime, I hope you have enough charge on your phone because I'm sure, no doubt, you are refreshing Twitter as we even probably currently speak. It looks like it's down to the Falcons and Saints, man. What have you been able to ascertain, and do you think eventually the Saints will land Deshaun Watson? Like I, it's hard to forecast that. Really, I mean, I, I think it's there's no question it's down to two teams, and it's it's really going to depend on more probably on Deshaun Watson and anything else. I mean, mm-hmm. does he want to go back to closer to his roots in Atlanta, or does he want to come to New Orleans? And you know, the price is going to be huge. You know that. Uh, there's going to be some good and some bad 
whether it's it, and uh, that's a multifaceted topic with Deshaun Watson in terms of you're giving up assets mm-hmm. and then you're bringing in someone who is uh, certainly tarnished in terms of reputation and so uh, it it <laughs> the whole scenario is uh, kind of surreal and kind of bizarre all at the same time. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, to me, a two-team race, and I, I really don't have a good sense. And as you can tell by the reporting, I mean, there's reporting everywhere, that no one really has a good sense of what, he, what direction he's going to be going into. You mentioned one of the aspects that, look, it just is what it is, and it's going to be. Whoever lands them, you're going to have to obviously um, have some sort of, I don't know if it's uh, a, a, how you, I would say like PR, you know, battle or not just that. But, I mean, look, th- there's two sides of the fence here, Larry. There's people that support this move, and there's people that don't support this move. And that's all of the organizations that have been involved in these talks this week. Well, I think there's actually three sides, and there's a, a middle ground where okay. what do you do? I mean, you're, you're a fan of the team, and you're, you're torn. I think there's a torn part of that because I don't think uh, uh, they're – you know, it, it, it's such a uh, – I don't want to call it – it's not divisive, but it may be a little bit divisive. I mean, do, you know, how many people actually feel comfortable with him being the face of a franchise and you're cheering for them and – uh, it's it's an issue. I don't think there's any question about it, and I, I think that's something that, for me, uh, I understand. I mean, I understand all sides of this. Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback, arguably. Uh, if you uh, if you look at some of the stats when he played in 2020, some of them had him as the best quarterback that year, uh, mm-hmm. or number two behind Aaron Rodgers. And then you have with it all of these allegations and, and, and things like that, and it's uh, it's something though that here's here's where I'm coming from, and it's a weird spot. If the Saints acquire him, mm-hmm. to me they are basically saying, okay, we want you to root for this guy. Don't worry about the baggage. Because they're not worrying about it, why should you? And I don't think that's uh, you. As a fan, you don't have to follow that route. You can be upset with it if they get him. You can uh, not support it. Uh, you know, I'm not even talking about football terms. I'm talking about the bigger picture, which sure. you know, I think I, I think that uh, some people will ignore. A lot of uh, some people won't, but I think a lot of people will be more torn rather than kind of one side of, or the other on the fence. How surprised were you to learn that Gail Benson got on the flights and met with him yesterday? Zero. I mean, she has to know. She has to be on board with this. And I'm, I, I don't mean to sound – it's not trying to be sexist, but, I mean, she is a female owner. I mean, this is a, a huge thing. No doubt. If she accepts this, I mean, that's a big deal, uh, whether it's one way or the other. Uh, you know, it's uh, – so – that's the troubling part. I feel like, for for from my perspective, uh, where where this is all coming from, and so like, I mean, he's a great player, uh, but there's a reason why he's on the market. Correct. Like there is, if, if Patrick Mahomes is not being traded, Joe Burrow is not being traded, uh, you know, J- Justin Herbert, uh, you know, I can go on and on and on. Young quarterbacks of that caliber aren't on the block. Uh, obviously, Sean Watson would come with baggage. And so I think that's what they have to weigh. And, like, you know, that's uh, – I don't own the team. Um, she does. And, again, to me, if you support the team and this happens, and it, it's basically up to you because mm-hmm. the Saints are going to – if they acquire them, they're basically telling you, all right, well, we think things are going to be okay. But, look, to me, if you're a fan and you don't think it's okay – I think it's it, it's okay with you not being okay with their decision if, it, if this decision happens. Well, here's an interesting thing, and again, you can judge however you like via social media. Kyle Pitts, the key offensive player, pretty much now in Atlanta. Calvin Ridley suspended three minutes ago, just tweeted. 
It's about to get scary in Atlanta, dot, dot, with the uh, emoji of the zippered mouth. Larry, do you think he chose Atlanta? Well, we might as well look at it and what did C.J. Gardner-Johnson do, and he had the dot, dot, and he's he's pretty (laughs) pretty active on social media as well. So I don't know. Uh, I think think everyone is, in terms of on the field, wishfully hoping that Sean comes there, and we know it's an upgrade for either team. All the teams involved would be an upgrade on the field. And so that's mm-hmm. part of it where you can't deny it. Uh, Deshaun Watson with the Saints, he makes you a Super Bowl contender instantly because the team is good. The Falcons, does he do that? Probably not. But and I mean, that's something. I'm glad that you went there because that's away. where I wanted to go next, Larry, because I, I, I'm thinking of it as I think with whoever he goes to. It's going to be two years. And the reason I say that is because there's a very real possibility, Larry, that he gets suspended, right? Some games. And I've seen all kinds of numbers thrown out there. And of course, purely speculation. Four, six, eight, ten, twelve a season. Um, and whatever team is giving up these assets and pieces, how strong can they be this year? I think with Atlanta, my way to wrap my head around it is, well, okay, so he doesn't play most of the season next year because of a suspension. They're not very good. They'll draft high. The sell is in two to three years, we'll put a team together that you're helping build, you're comfortable with. Are the Saints looking at it like that here as well? I mean, what, what if he doesn't play 10 games next year, Larry? Well, uh, that's actually a really good point, uh, that if Atlanta's in a rebuild, uh, then you can afford to take this hit, and people know that Atlanta's in a rebuild. And the Saints, they're always looking to win now, and the roster points in that direction. And so, uh, look, I assume he's going to be suspended. Uh, I mean, he just – you look at precedent, and Ben Roethlisberger was suspended. Ezekiel Elliott was suspended. No criminal charges, but uh, suspended. So why would Deshaun Watson not be suspended? Right. I mean, he sat out last year, but got paid. Like that's, and this some of these, the two examples I just gave were, oh well, one person accused each of those players of that. This is uh, twenty-two lawsuits, uh-huh. civil complaints against him, and so the NFL is going to have to suspend. I don't think there's any doubt, but it is. Uh, we don't know. Uh, we don't know how far that's going to go and how deep that's going to go, but. That is something in the equation that I feel like Atlanta can absorb that probably more than the Saints, Gus. So I think that's a, actually a great point that you brought up. What's interesting is obviously uh, Deshaun Watson and Kyle Pitts share an agent. A couple of you know Michael Thomas, I believe, also shares the same agent there as well. So look, this is kind of where we are now at this point. I think what'll be interesting is for especially the Saints if he doesn't choose them and goes to Atlanta. Uh. I had a buddy yesterday, Scott Prather, from ESPN Lafayette on the show, say, what do you do next? And he says, well, Deshaun, uh, you know, um, Jameis Winston becomes the you up text guy. You know, (laughs) you up kind of a thing. Um, I'm assuming they go that direction. They'd be silly not to. Uh, So I I think, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, But Jameis might have hurt feelings. I don't know. I just think that – I think that's the direction you have to go. And then you work around it. And But also, if you don't get to Sean Watson, then the Saran Armstead walk, and uh, you go a different direction there at tackle. And mm-hmm. So I think there's there are so many dominoes here. Wow. Uh, but Jameis has to be your next call, I mean, if that happens. Well, Jacina Anderson just put on Instagram, I just spoke with quarterback Jameis Winston, who told me he's had conversations with both the Colts and the Saints. Saints already made an offer earlier this offseason. Winston is in very good spirits, he told me. I can quote, I still view myself as a starter in this league, and that's what I'm looking for. So there you go. The Saints have made an well, offer. Well, he would this start, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the, yeah, exactly. If that did, if it doesn't go down with the Saints, I mean, he would be a starter with the Saints. He'd be a starter with the Colts. Yeah, so, so I, he's what's important, in what, yeah, what's important there is that an offer's already been made. So in other words, if, you know, we see here in a couple of minutes or an hour or whatever, He's going to Atlanta. I would guess that rather quickly you would see Jameis Winston agrees with the Saints would be my guess. Well, the Saints have created enough cap space to make that happen. No question about it. So I don't think it'd be a problem. And 
course, they'd backload that thing like they always do with everything. So, uh, but yeah, I, he'd have. I, look, I think the Saints. Well, imagine if they don't get Jameis. What do they do? If you miss out on Deshaun and you miss out on Jameis, where do you go? Yeah, you know the beauty of trying to follow all of this via um, social media. The beauty. Is... I don't know the beauty. Okay. I don't know the beauty because I've been swamped with the whole rest of the league. My breaking, brain's about to bro- explode. Here we go. Bre- breaking news. There's the breaking news sounder. Larry makes it sound more official. And the tweet oh, from Kyle Pitts has been deleted. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, he's like, well, so, never mind. <laughs> so it's gone from it's about to be scary in Atlanta to it no longer exists. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe he's just scared in Atlanta. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, this is where we are though, right? I mean, this is, this is where we are trying to figure it out. I, I think what we've discussed though here in the opening segment is what's going to be like. Um, he's going to make a decision and the Saints, one way or shape or form, are prepared, it looks like, to go in way, shape or form. The fan base is going to have to feel a certain way, way, shape or form. But regardless, they're ready to go with him and they're ready, I think, to move on one way, shape or form without him. Well, I don't think it's going to be uniform with the fan base. And I think that's, what you're what you're looking at and i agree uh, i think rightfully so so it's uh yeah it's uh and it's it's such a polar opposite right from the guy you had well you mean drew Brees? yeah Yeah. because i mean look Jameis. but you also knew you know look Jameis had his share of incidents and one of them involved um some alleged uh sexual misconduct that happened in college i mean you know it seems like that people were comfortable enough with that. And so, I mean, it, it's really, uh, you, you, when you're a fan, you're your own person and you can either be with it or against it or True. indifferent or leery. And so it's, uh, but you're still spending your money on that. And so it's, uh, it, it's really, I think this is the most uh, challenging potential acquisition in, pro- in the history of the Saints. I really do. I would say yes. It's right there with Ricky Williams. And also, not just that, think of it from this standpoint as we wrap up with Larry Holder of the Athletics who can go enjoy St. Patrick's Day. This is now what will be the defining moments of the new owner, right? Gail Benson. I mean, this has nothing to do with Tom. She went in. The organization's gone all in. Um, If they make this move and acquire him, it needs to pan out. I mean, this is her Ricky Williams moment, isn't it? Well, I'd say this is bigger than Ricky Williams. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, given the position, given the, uh, the surrounding circumstances, given that it's a quarterback, right. it's bigger than Ricky Williams. I mean, this is the defining moment, no question. And I, I, you, you can't discount this. I mean, she is a woman owner. And so all of these things that are accused of mm-hmm. with Deshaun Watson are against women. And so... It's uh, it's almost kind of like a line drawn in the sand, oddly enough. And I'm I'm curious to see what happens, how it happens, mm-hmm. and the aftermath of everything that will happen. Here he is, Mr. Larry Holder. Thank you for giving us a little bit of your time this afternoon. Go enjoy your day, and happy St. Patty's Day to you. Bye, right, Goose. I'm sure we'll talk again soon. I know. It <laughs> makes me remember the days of us in the balcony. Shirtless. Woo! You, you, we, yes, you were shirtless. Speaking of deleting posts, still were. Speaking of deleting posts, I need to go delete that one. <laughs> I have it, so it's over. That is very true. I can never run for office in the city. That is for true. Larry Holder at Larry Holder on Twitter and the Athletic. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it, man. Uh, all right, Goose. See you. For sure. Matt Reiser coming up at 1245. Mike Silva, head coach of your Colonels. They played two lanes to a tight game yesterday. We'll talk with him at 115. Ross Jackson, 215. Again, I'm expecting the news before the the show ends. So I'm trying to leave it as open as possible. We may get with Tim Grubbs to talk some baseball news. Again, depending on the news and it breaking. Uh, in the meantime, phone lines are open. You kind of heard Larry and I sort of discuss it here. The owner of the team flew out to Atlanta. They are all in. There is no denying that now. What what does that change your perception? Or you know, again, it. I mean, that that's that's, that's as as much as you can think of the the analogy and the phrase of all chips on the table, right? Quick break. We come back. 
We will uh, take your phone calls and more. 800-998-1003. Let's continue to discuss it's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. No man's land, no one's to blame. See the world, find an old-fashioned girl. And when love's been said the things that are given that word, the things that you want. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Houma, we're ready with truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily, plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope, Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road, Houma. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. How do you make the most of your mo? Tony and Melissa do it on a John Deere Z-Track mower so they can get as much done as possible. I jump out of the house, a cup of coffee, and I'm at work. It's just really fast. There are millions of ways to make the most of your mow. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Run with us. Visit Home Attractor today next to the tunnel. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belts and related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. 105 Eastern Time in Atlanta or somewhere in the East Coast. Kyle Pitts tweeting, it's about to get scary in Atlanta, dot, dot, with the emoji face of a zippered mouth, as in, I'm not telling. It then got deleted in the same time I was having a conversation with Larry Holder. So does that mean anything? Kyle Pitts, Deshaun Watson, repped by the same agent. As several NFL insiders are now tweeting, it would make sense to agree to, finalize, figure out a trade for Matt Ryan first before you make it official. Also, you wonder if one of the reasons it got tweeted, or deleted rather, is have the Saints been informed? Again, I'm just speculating as to why he would say that. You would think a tweet like that references that the decision is Atlanta. We're all still waiting to figure out where that is going to go. Tyrone Hughes on Twitter bringing up a very good point about winning as well. We tend to do this as fan bases, don't we? We will overlook things. We will, um, I wouldn't say glance over, but we, we will understand more or in some instances give excuses for our guys our teams so it happened several years over at LSU whether it's fights drugs allegations they're just kids or well everybody does it that that was the whole thing with Will Wade right lots of people well everyone's doing but you remember the days of Cam Newton and others throw the book at them guys a cheater All this other stuff. When it's another team, we tend to be a little more critical, a little harsh or harsher. And when it's the team that you root for, I mean, look, not even talking about football or something. I remember Chapman, closer for the Cubs, the year my Cubs won the World Series. There were some pretty serious allegations to him, right? 
But he stepped on a mound wearing the Cubs uniform. I uh, I did cheer. I did. I knew what came with it. And I also remember being on 30 Magazine the night they won and tearing up. So winning is it? It's an interesting thing, isn't it? Uh, how sometimes you can, uh, I don't know, convince yourself of certain things. I know Roy. He's a Yankee. That was the greatest move the Yankees ever did. They loaned him out, got some picks for him, got some players, and then brought him back to close games for him. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, the Cubs got what they wanted. They wanted a championship. And is that what this situation is here as well? I know. Rizzo, too. Do you, you want to keep bringing up all the Cubs that have now gone? I understand, Roy. I get it. Super fan, Roy, by the way, if you're Miami Dolphins. But it is. I, that, that's what this is. It, it, I mean, it, there's no other way to look at this for this. The importance of winning championships, setting your legacy. Does it matter how you go about it as well? Um, we've been used to winning Grimmage. It gets you in about 20 seconds. We've been used to, obviously, hey, you, you build, you draft, you try to do those things. And then you have, you know, kind of what we saw, not in a similar case, but kind of what you saw the Rams do, right? Let's go and do whatever it takes the last two years. They have traded all their picks, man. They went, did what they had to, bring in Matt Stafford, bring a championship. They had their parade, like 10 people were there. <laughs> did you see the video of the parade? Literally, there was no one in the streets. Um, is, is that what's important to you as a fan base? And, and look, and, and I, I'm asking you, it, it, I, I, I'm not going to say you're wrong or right on either way. If you're the, you know what? You're already asking me to pay a pretty penny to go into. I don't care. I, I don't care what happens with the players. I don't care what they do. I'm here paying 300 bucks. That's parking seats. I hadn't even gotten concessions yet. I want to see a win. Yeah, you, you have a right to say that. I, I looked yesterday. I'm going to a wedding in Phoenix over the weekend. I'm like, the Cubs are there. Spring training. They won $87 for a spring training game. You're looking at 200, 300 bucks before I get there, and that game doesn't even count. So, with prices the way they are, with the inability to walk away from the concession stand without getting the dome foam and a hot dog and a popcorn out dropping 50, is it entertainment? And, and then that adds a whole other element to it as well, right? Because players, are like, we're, we're not just entertainers, we're people. So, I don't know. Do, do you want fans to feel a certain way and feel morality? feel a, a sense of connection with the teams and players, or at the end of the day, I walk in, there's a certain level of respect, obviously you need to have as a fan, but when I show up, I want to be entertained, I want to see victory, I want to go home happy. One angry midget. What you got for us, bud? Hello, one angry midget. Hello, sir. Hello. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, how are you doing today, Goose? Good, man. What's going on? So, I hate to take or, or sniper when someone is taking their shot to, you know, to the to, to the bold, to the spoils. But I, I'm also usually risk averse. I try to maximize my opportunity while limiting my risk. And if this doesn't go our way, which now there's smoke that it may not. Mm -hmm. What what are the what is the what is the fallout here? I'm, I'm looking at CD Deuce and I'm seeing his social media is being purged mm -hmm. of all references of the Saints. And you know, this is a guy when you're talking about an emotional connection. Oh yeah, there isn't a player on that team that gets New Orleans better than he does. And he's a young, he's a Taran Matthew on a rookie deal, basically. And so I'm, I'm curious what's the fallout. I, I expect. That Jameis Winston gets it. He's been in the business. He, he's seen the, the, the bad side and the good side of that business. And he's exposed mm -hmm. to, to, to more than one team's culture. So he knows what we have to offer. So I suspect that he'd be like, okay, I'm your second choice, but I'm going to prove to you why I should be your first choice. Right. But how does this affect Cesar Ruiz, who his name was thrown around, or CD Deuce, who is a very emotional guy? Yeah. How does it affect them? I, I think the way – I, I think – so I would say this, and you bring up a very good point when Angry Midget. I think it's different than, say, Baker Mayfield, right? A guy that you drafted to lead your team where I think in those instances with Ruiz and Chauncey Garner-Johnson, I think it's very similar to, I would dare say, Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. 
to get something, you have to give up something. And maybe you can, I wouldn't say talk it off or write it off as, but you would say, hey, look, man, they covet you. Houston, you know, requested an up-and-coming young quarterback to help their secondary. Houston is looking for a top offensive lineman to build their offensive line moving forward. So I guess it's easier for those guys to sort of feel that as opposed to, say, you know, Carson Wentz or, you know, um, Baker Mayfield, where it's literally, hey, we don't, we don't buy you. Even though this morning the Browns, once they got informed, said, we still see him as our starting quarterback, but he, he's already pinned a thank you to Cleveland. So, but I hear you. Look, I mean, and, you know, and then they, they will probably put something along the lines of, well, you know, it's business and that's the, the, you know, the aspect of it that's different. So I, you bring up a good point how it's all going to, go into it, but I do think it's easier to absorb if you're them and the team in the locker room to say, hey, look, we don't want to lose them, but they're valuable players for a reason. That's what they asked in return to give us a starting quarterback for the next seven to ten years. Well, and the other thing that I was thinking mm-hmm. is if I'm the Texans, right, I want to maximize my value sure, because I have this, this asset that I could potentially rebuild my entire roster. If I'm the Texans, this is what I do. I move him to Atlanta. I honestly do. And I take everything I can from Atlanta, including taking Matty Ice. And then I flip Matt, Matt Ice to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I take everything I can from Cleveland. So now you have a guy that's going to play quarterback who might not be your guy or maybe your guy. You yep. don't know. He's on a one-year deal. Looking to prove him for you have right? yep. give assets. Yeah. to rebuild your entire roster. General That's manager, what I would do. one angry midget. Thank you for the phone call, sir. Appreciate it. Got to do a little more breaking news. So we went and talked about the tweets from Kyle Pitts that deleted it, and he's retweeted or tweeted again. This is what I was talking about, exclamation mark. My dog back home at show underscore case 29 Apparently, the tweet was in reference to the Falcons signing quarterback Casey Hayward to a two-year, $11 million contract. That's what he meant. Casey Hayward in the comment section. Yes, sir. It's on. Let's work, fam. So the Saints are back in it. (laughs) If you wanted to land Deshaun Watson, Kyle Pitts has clarified his tweets at the top of the hour in which he said things are about to get scary in Atlanta. It was not reference to Deshaun Watson making a choice. It was in reference to his dog, as he says, coming back home. Casey Hayward, cornerback, two years, 11 million. So we hit the break and we still await the decision on Deshaun Watson. It's the sport hangover on your home for... Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. This is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called, and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street. Now, I feel a little more at home. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We're out of the brand name, but we do have the generic version of Serene's Pharmacy can't keep up with allergy season. They need certified technicians to alleviate the headache. Ma'am, I'm so sorry for the wait. We'll have your prescription filled soon. I need some help. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, the last thing parents should have to worry about is how to pay for it. This is a St. Jude moment. Calvin got diagnosed June 10th of 2018. He has rhabdomyosarcoma, sarcoma, a soft tissue cancer. One oncologist told us if it was my son, we'd go to St. Jude. And within 24 hours, we were on a plane headed here. It's hard to fathom 
what St. Jude has done for us. They've really given our family hope. For the donors out there, it's just amazing. I never thought we would be in this place. And it's people like you that help us and help St. Jude provide for a family like ours. St. Jude is like the gold at the end of a rainbow. And we are so grateful and thankful for everything. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. All right, I did it. And I'm not even going to lie. I took about, I don't know, 45 seconds to do it, Jordan. At J.D. Kleber. So we're to follow you over on Twitter, sir. At ESPN Radio Nola, the question of the day is real simple. You got you got in the Final Four. Who is your champion? I didn't even try to overthink it. I went Gonzaga. This is the year. This is the year for the Zags to get it. I know they lost to Baylor last year. Um, I have Michigan upsetting Colorado State. The problem is with 15-52 left, this game is on CBS. Colorado State 41, Michigan 38. We'll go through the rest of the scores and the game's coming up early since I know a lot of <coughs> people have doctor appointments or not feeling well today or incredibly long lunches today. You got a block party. You got the first round of March Madness. Nothing's getting done today. Uh, Jordan, who do you have? The national oh, champion, which I, is, by the I, way, here in New Orleans. It's here in New Orleans, the Final Four. I have to go to school soon, so we got to make this quick because I, I have to go to. I have to go to <laughs> school. Oh, to to oh, school. Is that what you're doing? Yes, in in okay. probably a few minutes. So you know, I, a little I, earlier than normal. I do because, like how you have the ESPN banner behind you. It kind of hides, yeah, where, where you I'm actually at. are. You could be in your car. You could be down the street on Fourth and I, Magazine. I could be at a casino right now. Why would you be at a casino? Be outside. Not, not that there's anything wrong with casinos. I'm just, I, well, you have the DraftKings Sportsbook app, sir. I know. Exactly. But I could be, I'd be, I could be placing multiple, I, oh, I'd be sorry. doing everything. Yeah, every, I could be pulling the slot machine, playing the yeah. card game. I pay you with snowballs. You, you don't have that kind of money. Um, let's take a look at some of the scores that they got going on here. As we said, Michigan and Colorado State is going on at the half. Providence 31, South Dakota State. 23 still to tip off here at 1245 on TNT Memphis and Boise I went Memphis who you got who you got in that one I gotta I gotta pull up my I gotta pull up my ESPN bracket because there's I made I made all 25 this year I did some randoms just just in case okay I gotta I, I I gotta make sure that I win this prize Gus okay um, Norfolk State and Baylor on TBS coming up at one o'clock. The Bears, obviously, that's that's. I mean, we don't even talk about that. Longwood against Tennessee. Vols an eighteen point favorite in a one forty five tip off there on CBS. Two ten tip time on True TV. Here's you go. Your five twelves. Those those are normally upsets. Richmond's the twelve seed. Iowa's the five seed. Hawkeyes. Nine and a half point favorite. Do we see an upset in this one? No, I, I got Iowa. Okay. Gonzaga and Georgia State. Zags. Gonzaga. Yeah, got it. Marquette, North Carolina. Eight and nine matchup here. Tar Heels are the eight seed. UNC, three and a half point favorite. Does Marquette's upset? Uh, no, I mean, I have a lot of upsets, but no, for that one, I have UNC. Okay. Um, you also have. New Mexico State and UConn. This is also another 5-12 matchup with the Huskies being the five seed. UConn, six and a half point favorites. I do have UConn. I have Arkansas also playing them in the next round, but I have UConn winning against Arkansas in that next round. Is it raining by your house? What What, what are you doing? Do you not what hear that? What am I doing? I don't know. It sounds like it's raining by your house all of a sudden. Oh, there's no rain? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, don't know, I don't know what you're hearing. I- what? Where are you on a train? What do you mean? What do you mean? Where am I? I'm do not you, doing anything. Do you not hear that in the background? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there more sound going on? Yeah, I'm it is. Oh, Buddy has Orlando on the line. Okay, I was wondering what I'm hearing in my ear. I didn't know we had a that's phone call on here. Okay, okay well, that's what I'm, I'm sitting here going. What? What am I hearing in the background here, Orlando? Thanks for joining the conversation, sir. How are you? 
I'm well, and how, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you doing, Jordan? He's doing um, good. I, 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 I just want to forgive me, forgive me, because I, I, I'm passionate about certain things, and uh, I'm passionate about sports, uh-huh. and I'm passionate about people. But I call to ask a question, because the guy that uh, you had that you interviewed earlier, the reporter. Larry. He asked for the trade prior to the allegation. Am I correct on that? Yes, he wanted to leave Prior Houston to before then. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's not on the market for a reason. He's a top five quarterback, and he asked for uh, uh, he asked for a trade due to the, the the way that he felt like the organization and the things that he was promised they didn't come to fruition. Okay. So that 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 he's not on the reason because he was playing bad or because of the allegations. He asked for the trade first, and then the allegations came second. Who do we hold in a higher moral sense? Preachers or ball players? Say that again? I would like preachers or ball players. Who do we hold to the higher moral sense? I mean, is that a serious question? I would imagine. Uh, I'm, 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 right. it's, a, it's an excellent joke. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of being facetious on that. Right. But also politicians or ball players. Who do yeah. we hold to the higher moral sense? <laughs> <laughs> and I would please, yeah. please, please tell me that everybody would say politics. And in the city of New Orleans, where have been countless uh, preacher allegations about sexual abuse, okay? And, well, we don't have the best history on politicians being the most fair and up-and-up people. I, I know that this is like this is what the media does to kind of they constantly mm. bombard you with the twenty two allegations, the twenty two allegations. The lawyer actually just out on Instagram and Twitter. It's almost like get money for free if you join this train. I'm not saying that the girls are wrong. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. Only thing I'm saying is kind of let the truth come out before we once we know the total truth and and. Gail Brenton, but bless her heart, but I don't, her history of, like, she's only been a, a, a the owner for a short period of time, but being a woman, I think should hold some type of ground on, and let's not just say winning and tickets and, because this woman doesn't have a history of that, but for her to be on board, they must know something. We have had players, uh, Dante Stallworth, that has had vehicular homicide and come back and play the next year. There was a little, little had a vehicular homicide, smashed a man through the front. He was so intoxicated, he smashed a man through a front windshield and drove home and realized the man was in his garage the next day. And he played football again. We have had countless preachers and politicians accused of wrongdoing. And then over a time, those, those stories kind of go away. I just want to give the young man a chance. But if he's guilty, bombard him all you want. He's the lords of the slime ball of the lords who use this power and his money to, to scare women into sexual favor. Do we not remember Kraft? That story went away. Do we not remember the owner of the, the of the Washington football team, those things went away. I don't, and they have histories of those things. That like the, the the Washington football team, as far as racism, as far as um, uh, sexual in, in, inadequacy with, with with the women, like those stories just all of a sudden went away. I don't want this to go away because it is a big topic, but the way that it's being presented to us. It's almost like, hey, he did it, and this guy is, well, do, do, do we root for him? Or, we go to football games to be entertained. Do we want them to be great people? Yes, we do. But I'm pretty sure there are a bunch of a-holes out there that play for a large amount of money, and we love them to death. I got to tell you, uh, a lot of the points you make, I completely understand. I do. Um, it's picking and choosing what offends you and what bothers you as well, not only as a league, but also as uh, 
as fan bases, which is why I said earlier in the show, you know, when, when it comes to other athletes that do things, you would feel opposing. I mean, don't you, right, Larry? I mean, Jordan, you, you see opposing fan bases go, get them, you know, get rid of them or, you know, throw the book at them. And then when it's your team and your guy, ah, the kids, we all make mistakes. You know, like, no, I mean, look, I mean, that that's reality. I mean. You know, that, that's, that's, that's why I said it's what Tyrone Hughes brought up earlier in a tweet. He's like, you know, nobody's going to be thinking about this if he comes in, chooses the Saints, and they start to win. A couple years from now, and they start oh. winning, right? I mean, I, uh, like, dude, like, remember the uproar with Charles Buckley? I'm not a role model. Yeah. Well, we Look, would I, like you to be told. It, it's, it, Orlando, Orlando, it's why I said at the, at the beginning of the show, it's why I said the same thing. I said, at the end of the day, how much of it is for you as a fan? Hey, look, you know what? You're, you're, you're getting me for about two to three hundred bucks a game to go do things, if not more. And, uh, I just, I, you know what? You worry about it. It's your money. Cause at the end of the day, it's Gail Benson's money. That's Gail Benson's legacy. That's Gail Benson's, you know, franchise. And if they're good with it, I just, I'm there to show up to, to see if this team can win or not. Y'all good with it and I'm good with it. I guess. I don't know. But Orlando, I've hit the uh, 1245 mark. Matt Reiser is set to give us a love call. Love you guys' show, man. Appreciate yeah, uh, it. Hey, I love it as well. Look, Y'all enjoy I, the rest I, of the day. Uh, thank you so much. I enjoy the, um, you know, the opinions. Um, thank you. Yep, for sure. Take care. Jordan, how are you, sir? Doing well? <laughs> I'm doing well. Oh, I know. I, every time I have you on for your segment, you know, you just, that's why it's I'm nice just, to have I'm, you I'm, here I'm next here. to me. I'm, I'm just here so I don't get fired. Will you go graduate already so we can do our interview? That's what I'm saying. And I can hire you. It's going to be a tough interview. It's going to be a tough interview. I'm just letting you know. Uh, it may start with how many times have you interviewed your head baseball coach, Matt Reiser? Uh, yep. How many times have we had him on the show? Yeah, I have him on every Thursday at this time. How many times have you gone over and just walked over from your parking spot to go chat with him right next door at the he's baseball too busy. field? Is that, oh, he's, he's too, too busy. busy. I think he's the not, other one. <laughs> he doesn't live on the baseball field. I gotta go. <laughs> Matt Riser next on ESPN New Orleans. I know. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Hi, I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to invite you all to our upcoming public auction on Saturday, March 19th at 10 a.m. in Jennings, Louisiana. This auction will feature late model Caterpillar equipment in addition to selling surplus equipment and vehicles for government entities, contractors, and lending institutions. To view our inventory or bid online, go to GwynnAuctions.com. When searching us on maps, simply search Gwynn Auction Company. We look forward to seeing you at the auction. It's crawfish season and Louisiana crawfish are ready for boiling. Rouse's Markets has special seafood boiling rooms in stores. Yep, these guys are professional boilers. Rouse's Markets starts with the prettiest Louisiana crawfish, of course. But the key is the Rouse's Down the Bayou Seafood Mix. It's seasoned with just the right amount of lemon and onion and garlic and heat. Get Rouse's Louisiana crawfish hot from the pot. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. That's 11 to 7 at Rouse's Market. Tastes like home. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you, Terminix Tough! When it comes to brain and spine surgery, you want an expert. You want Thibodeau Regional. Our neurosurgeons perform complex back, neck, and brain surgeries, as well as minimally invasive and even same-day procedures. 
Spine and even basic brain surgery may be commonly available in our region. What isn't common is the expertise and quality care you'll receive at Thibodeau Regional Brain and Spine Clinic. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. This week, as the Lions take down number one Ole Miss five to one each and every Thursday, Mr. Matt Reiser, head coach of the Southeastern Lions, uh, graciously gives us a little bit of his time. Sir, good afternoon. How are you? Yes, doing well, my man. We on the bus headed to Birmingham. There it is. I was so excited, man, when I saw that happen. I was like, I got to wait two days to talk to you, but man, <laughs> go, go back you to that, dude. Call me tonight, up. You go ahead and give me a shout. We'll talk then and now. <laughs> Just to describe the atmosphere of the setting, too, man. I, I didn't, I didn't see a, a place to stand, much less sit. Yeah, man, what a what a neat atmosphere, man. Hammond America really showed out, man. Uh, you know, just proud of all the fans that came out. They had the, the students that came out on top of the park garage and had a good time up there. And then, you know, obviously the Rebels traveled well. I mean, anytime you can get an SEC opponent like that to come to your sure. place venue, they're going to bring their fans as well. And so. Uh, yeah, just a really electric atmosphere there at the Pat uh, on, on Tuesday night, man. And, and the good, uh, good Lord gave us the weather we needed, man, to, to have the crowd like it was. And, and couldn't ask for a better night. Coach, I, I know you didn't win the series, but back on March 4th on a Friday, you beat number three Arkansas. You beat number one Ole Miss here. We touched on the schedule that you guys put up here before you get to conference play. You're going to get tested. A lot of that is obviously we watching right now March Madness resume building, right? But how much of that also was testing a team that, Coach, you told us back on Thursday before the season started, you, you kind of had to know what kind of team you had. Yeah, exactly right. You know, and that's it. You, you know, uh, you feel good coming in the year about what we've got leadership-wise. And, uh, just obviously the better you got to spend a line. But, you know, kind of seen it all, you know. And, and this year we're not disappointed. I mean, we're – Final ways to end games on review, and you know we're, we're beating Ole Miss at home and beating Arkansas on the road. So, um, yeah, it's an entertaining group, man. But it's a, it's a resilient group that's done a good job of just need to go back to work every single day. And uh, and this is what you know has excited about this club is the fact that they can they can do it. You know, and we've had the post game speech there on Tuesday and kind of pointed out. You know, we beat Ole Miss, beating Arkansas on Friday night at their place, and you know beat a good Law Tech team and. Uh, you know, it's not about the opponent, I guess, in that other dugout. It's more about us and our dugout. That right team shows up, and we've got a chance to do a lot of things very special here. Yeah, but, Coach, three ranked teams already this season. Again, i, I got to imagine that only gives you confidence, but does it kind of make me set the stage for you to, to kind of know what your guys can do when they're playing that level of competition as well? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and like we said, you know, when we talked about the schedule. Uh, you know, hey, man, what are you doing? Why do you want to do that? You, you guys, why do you want to play it that much? Well, the more opportunities obviously you get, right? The more opportunities you have for success there as well, and it's elite competition, and, and that's what we know we got to go through. With we want to get to where we want to be. So uh, again, we get familiar with that type of environment, we get familiar with that type of opponent, and obviously we just become more and more, uh, you know, comfortable and competitive in those situations when it's time to time to turn up there at the end of the year. So uh, yeah, at the end of the day, man, it, it, I think it's building the right character force. Uh, now it's the consistency part of it, right? And that's where we talked about keeping this thing in perspective on Tuesday night. Great win to beat the number one team in the country. Keeping in perspective on this side of that, it's a midweek win, it's a quality win, it goes on the resume, but it's a count for more than one, right? It's one win. Yeah. Uh, but in the hindsight of that, too, as well, this is the type of game that's got a chance to really get us confident, get us going, and we can reel off, you know, another 10 or 11th row after that win. So. Uh, continue to build our comps and be consistent with it, and then we can roll this thing in the conference play. So really good what we're doing. Speaking with head coach Matt Reiser of the Southeastern Lions every Thursday, uh, time permitting, he joins us here at around this time. Three hits is what your staff allowed to Ole Miss and also struck out 11, man. It, the job on the mound, it starts there, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just you know, really proud of the true freshman we sent out there in Adam Goose. Um, you know, he comes from a big program that, that's always had a lot of success in high school. You know, at Barb, 
uh, high school over there in Lake Charles, and they call it Bar View. They're so used to winning so much over there with Glenn Chichini and those guys. So, uh, you know, the moment was never too big for them. Uh, did a fantastic job of giving us the start that we needed. We probably got a little greedy in it, sitting back out there for another round, and, you know, kind of got a little tired of all few guys. But then it was about coming out of the bullpen. You know, we've had a few moments this year where we've been really good at the pen. We've had a few moments this year where we have not. And, uh, you know, to see Andrew Landry come out and do what he did out of the bullpen, first and second, nobody out. Uh, minimize, get out of the end with a double play ball and a strikeout, you know, put us right where we need to be energy-wise and kind of make that final push to finish that game off. So um, I think that was, you know, really good to see for us. You know, see guys like Landry, who's a sophomore, continue to mature as he, you know, it's easy to have success and then be happy that it's a failure, being resilient enough to come back, pop back after that failure and have success. So good to see him mature in that aspect for us because uh, we're going to need that guy down the road for sure. All right, Coach, you're, uh, you said you're on the bus. You're on your way to go take on Samford. Uh, they lost to Memphis, uh, what, 12 to 3 in 10 innings, 5, 8 and 7, and 14, 3 in 8 innings the last series that they played over the weekend. Didn't get a chance to play against Troy, and they will host you. So what do we see from Samford? Yeah, you know, they got off to a good start and had a, had a rough weekend last weekend with Memphis. Um, you know, they did a, a, I think a doubleheader, had one eight. Second game that he started, then had to end up finishing the next day, and then pick up the next game. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of different things to kind of uh, maybe play in their favor, maybe did not play in their favor. But you know, obviously had a rough weekend. But you know what they are, man. Uh, you know, it's college baseball, and, and that's why you, the beauty of getting back out on the field. And uh, they got a good club. You know, it's a regional club from a year ago. Uh, you know, we know what to expect going in there, and, and we know that they are good traditionally at their ballpark and comfortable in their ballpark. Like. Most teams around the country, but especially them, you know, it plays to their offensive style of what they're trying to do uh, offensively. So, uh, but the biggest thing again, you know, we talked about in this Gus is us being us. You know, we got to go over there and make sure we continue to build a consistency of, of what we've done. You know, I thought we had really good starting pitching over the, the past weekend against Tennessee Tech uh, and Will Kinsler and Hunter, and Hunter O'Toole, and uh, and we've got Hayden Robs to go back out there for us this weekend as well. So we'll look for him to bounce back after this failure last week. And Coach Matt Reiser of the Southeastern Lions, appreciate the time, sir, as always. A couple of nice wins against ranked opponents, including a pair of SEC teams, number three, Arkansas, at the time, and number one, Ole Miss from earlier this week. Continued success, and I look forward to chatting with you again next Thursday, bud. Awesome, guys. Appreciate it, buddy. Line up. Yep, for sure. Uh, those games coming up this weekend will be 6 p.m. First pitch is on Friday, 2 p.m. First pitch on Saturday, and 1 p.m. is that first pitch on Sunday. You can always go check all that stuff out at lionsports.net, the athletic website. And then, of course, you can always go over on Twitter at LionUpBSB. All right, so let me wrap up our one here as we continue on the Sean Watson watch. Mike Silver of the Colonels every Thursday calls in at 115. We'll chat with him. Depending on the news breaking, we may chat briefly with Tim Grubbs. Once a week, we always do baseball, so we'll do that here as well. Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints, is joining us at 2.15. Again, I, I do anticipate that we probably will hear something by 3. At least that's what everything seems to be. The Browns have been told earlier this morning they're out of it. Judging by the the chatter on Twitter, it really does look like the Saints right now are battling the Falcons. It looks like... Deshaun Watson being from there, that means something to him. As I mentioned with Larry Holder, the first thing you think of is there's no way Atlanta can compete right now. You're right. But there's also a very good likelihood that Deshaun Watson won't play a lot of next year. Could be four, two, six, eight, ten games suspension. Realistically, if that happens and you're the Falcons, you're probably going to pick top ten. They have, I, I, I saw some, Estimates of $90 million under the cap next year so they can spend a lot short-term, maybe bring in some free agents to be competitive to kind of give you a taste and an idea. Um, being at home, being in a place that, let's be honest, needs to get the fan base excited. It's probably been since Vic. So that's why they're all in. But it seems like, again, from some of the reports I'm seeing, the Saints are having to continuously try to let them know, hey, this is where you want to go. So there's two tweets in particular, Aaron Wilson and Jeremy Fowler, that I will lead off next hour with that kind of give you that idea that the Saints are battling right now to try to convince Deshaun Watson not Atlanta. We'll talk about that when we come back. It's the Sports Hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. 
Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. It doesn't matter how big or small your business is. If you're a plumber, roofer, electrician, or remodeler, your business earns back when you spend, gets exclusive offers, and paint rewards. It all adds up to help drive your business. Join